Yeah, when I consider like the stages of dating, you know, it not just like your age or the different stages just that come with life, but you know, for me personally, when I was right out of my divorce, just I wasn't, you know, my heart was not available. It it was just my penis that was available, Pammy. <laughs> <laughs> I only offered my penis during that first year. <laughs> oh my God. Love and dating with Timmy and Pammy. <laughs> I keep waiting in my head. I don't know why, but I heard Tammy and Pimmy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so, I am so dyslexic oh the last few days. I and I'm, I don't know if COVID is like, I'm doing a loop again on my brain after all of that, and I just, Sheesh. I can't remember things. I was talking to my kids yesterday and could not tell them the simplest things. I'm like, yeah, this one. <laughs> I, and I just was like, I don't know what's going on, but I've had know. those times where I literally could not think how to spell a word. And like the friend was like, it's T H E to me. You know, it's like, I just couldn't think of how to, I know. Oh God. I don't even want to say what most people would say, but it just, sometimes I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah. What is up? I had someone ask me the other day, they said, what's changed, uh, with your body, you know, as you've gotten older, like what, what can you not do now that you did earlier or whatever? I'm having a little bit of a deja vu. I didn't tell this to you already today last time <laughs> <laughs> on the very last podcast. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I said, you know, honestly, no, like there's nothing that I could do in my twenties that I can't do now. I don't remember hearing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got, yeah. which I'm very, I say that like, mm -hmm. I mean, like, that's heartfelt. Like, oh my God, uh -huh. that, that was kind of neat to think about. I was like, yeah, no, I can jump. I can mm -hmm. run. I can like what I can do anything right. at this point. I don't know if that's the gauge in life. <laughs> I, I, I just don't, uh, yeah, I definitely would not look forward to, um, losing your faculties. Right. right? I mean, yeah. Or, I, yeah. Or your ability to do some of those things. I mean, eventually you know, jumping probably isn't a good idea, right? but you know, until you, until you find that out, yeah. you know, why not? For me, it's the main thing I'm happy about is that I can ride a bike. I can mm -hmm. run, I can snowboard, you know, like I'm functioning. Yes. Um, yeah. And one of the, that's one of the big things I think as you get older, even though I, you know, I, I'm not old, but it's like, just as you age, you know, what I mean by that is when you get past your twenties, right? <laughs> it's important to be physically active. Of course, I believe in weight training, of course, you know, weight resistance or some kind of movement. I mm -hmm. mean, it, you know, do whatever floats your boat. I just personally like, you know, the, the lifting weights and stuff like that. Me but, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think I would have ever imagined in my twenties that I would enjoy this. Yeah. You know, in, in my twenties, I didn't even work out. Yeah. Like I, I did oh, not, really? I didn't were, work out at all. You were a non I didn't work out at all. Um, no, 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 no. I take that back. I, I I'm thinking when I first got married, no, I did not. But then I quickly, I started doing jazzercise. Oh. <laughs> I <was> like, because, <laughs> and I know, jazzercise, I, I know to me, I know it's like, the images are flashing. Me too. Yeah. The the leotards yes. and the sock warmers and was, the leg warmers. This was in the late eighties, so that was know. what was in. Yeah, <laughs> Jane Fonda, but Farrah Fawcett. I never wore those. I oh, okay. yeah, I, those were not. I, I put. I just don't have. I don't have 
the length <laughs> in my my torso for that kind of thing and yeah. it just looks it doesn't look good so um but yeah i i started doing that just because i wanted connection with other women and um i love to dance yeah. so that was kind of my starting point and then it was i i did that for many years even past having children and all of that and then um started i wanted to do a corporate challenge i wanted to do um some weightlifting things for that yeah. and so i had someone who i worked with train me and i started running and 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 that's when i really started transitioning i think to more of the weightlifting or the i did a lot of um not true crossfit type stuff but more yeah. of a, like a tabata type thing but it was in a group activity and we you know we did all kinds of we did burpees we did you know those crossfit type sure. things just not really crazy hard stuff sure um and then from that just transitioned to weightlifting and i love it yeah yeah i do too i i as you know i'm in the let's see i'm halfway through my Yay. 90 day challenge yeah it's going really well good, good um yeah a lot of results i think i uh when i checked the scales today which is not for me about scale it's about how my shirts are fitting how i'm looking mm -hmm. i definitely am happy with how i look for sure uh, but I did jump on the scale today and I was like, oh, I dropped eight pounds. Nice. Yeah. Which that's awesome. Which it, Congratulations. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That, that was a side effect from just eating super clean. Yes. I think that's, you know, I know that I've been adding, I feel my, you know, my chest and shoulders and mm -hmm. back are bigger. And then my, my belly's getting smaller, which is great because my suit and my pants and all the stuff that I was starting to get concerned about, like, I'm not buying, I'm not fucking buying another pair of pants and going up a size. Like mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. So it's either I lose weight or I just cinch them together and look like a idiot. <laughs> uh, so your eighth grade science teacher. <laughs> yeah. It's like they hold them together with a string. So fortunately like that, that all went away. Cause it, as soon as I noticed that, that's where I was like, okay, Timmy, mm -hmm. you have to take charge of yourself, buddy. You know? So Anyway, we're, so well, yeah. I would uh, before before we get into the, the, the dating topic, and love. <laughs> still on the side note, um, you, you're eating clean. What, do you have a specific meal plan, or are you you given you know calories, macros? Like how, yeah. how is your plan working? Yeah, I'm I'm not doing the macros and all that. Like I'm not following it that close. Uh, I'm doing it more by just knowing, like, okay, how I feel or what's going on with everything. But I eat mainly uh, a protein and a veggie okay well i don't know for each veggie. meal or pretty much yeah. i'm a pretty simple eater like for in the morning i'll eat uh, an omelet mm -hmm. with some veggies and uh cheese and then lunch i'll do chicken some rice and a vegetable mm -hmm. and then dinner some kind of meat and a vegetable yeah like i stay pretty yeah. strict on that I'm like everybody, you know, I like hamburgers and I still do a cheat meal. I'll do a cheat meal once a week, mm -hmm. but I still, even on the cheat meal, I, it's like, I'm working so hard that it's just not worth it. It's like, I don't mind. So I'll just order the hamburger and throw the bun out right. and just right. do, you know, uh, and I won't get fries. I went and had a burger with Steve Janky the other day. Great a brisket burger. Oh my gosh. That's, I think it's amazing. a place called coast to coast in Martin city. I oh, think it's good. It, oh, it was amazing. It was like one of the best burgers wow. I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and so I just took half the bun. So I took the mm -hmm. top mm -hmm. bun off and left the bottom bun because there's something about the flavor of a bun with this. Yeah. 
yeah. So I wanted that and I was like, well, this will be my cheat, my cheat. And, um, so yeah, so I don't, so I don't weigh my food either. Mm -hmm. I just eat till I'm full or I just eyeball it, you know, based upon what I know. Sure. And I'm like, okay, that's about a half a cup of rice. That's about a cup of broccoli. <laughs> and that's, you know, 10 ounces of chicken. Right. I'm not weighing it, but I'm kind of just eyeing it. But I'm also just how I feel, you know, if I'm feeling just bloated and like heavy from too much eating, then, then I kind of cut it back at first. I was, I think I was eating too much to be honest mm -hmm. at, at first I was, I was eating too much. Now it was good. It was good, but it was just too much. <laughs> like I was eating two big hamburger yeah. patties and oh, like, wow. yeah, my, my, at first my weight started to go up. Which and, is normal, I which think. Which is, yeah, which is pretty normal. But I, I just was like, okay, like I'm 30 days in. I need to tweak this up a little bit. Yeah. So do you follow some kind of a micro macro thing or no? I'm doing, I'm doing macros right now. Mm. Um, so I, you're weighing your food. I am weighing my food, yes. And, and I'm using like my fitness pal. Oh yeah, to, I have you know, that. Because that, that'll it. split the macros out. I have, I put in exactly what I'm supposed to have. And my problem is I, I'm not. I'm not getting enough protein and carbs. Like my protein and carbs are high oh. and the fat is decent. It's, you know, not extraordinary. Um, but I'm really, I'm challenged. It's a challenge to get that much protein. She's got me on like a hundred and like 120 grams of protein a day. Oh, wow. It's, I mean, which my body loves protein, but I'm really struggling getting that much in. Yeah. You know, Do you so, ever find yourself putting food in your mouth when you're not at all. Oh, hungry? Yeah. And that's, and that's the other problem to me is like, I, I haven't been hungry. Like today I was hungry, but I haven't been hungry. Oh. And so I haven't wanted to eat and yet I'm forcing myself to eat. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Right. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I keep doing it cause I'm right. like, okay, follow the plan. Do you do the thing? But yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't know. And I tried the intermittent fasting for a couple of weeks really liked that yeah my my body responded to it um so well, like i stop eating after six or something um, at night. i would do I, I wouldn't eat breakfast until like 10 and or my first meal let me say first meal because yeah. whatever you want to call it but first meal like 10 stop eating between five and six o'clock at night okay. so i mean that's a good 12 to 16 yeah. hour of of fasting and it really i my body did like it like i i yeah. was responding to it i wasn't hungry yeah and that was the thing that really surprised me um and when i did get hungry i would just have like coffee with some mct oil in it or something yeah. that would just kind of hold me off until that you know yeah time but but anyway i i was doing that on my own and then decided to do the shred and started a week ago with that and so I'm trying to follow that plan. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm just doing too many different things back and, you know, back to back that I'm kind of messing with my head, but sure. And my body, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but, whatever works. Yeah. I think at the end out. of the day, yeah. yeah I think at the end of the out. day, if it, what works for you might not work for someone else. Right. Uh, the intermittent fasting, uh, I do like that. And it's pretty across the board. Everybody agrees. It's a good thing. So, um, I try to not eat anything like after eight o'clock so that I can have a good 12 hours with no eating. Mm -hmm. So like 8 PM to 8 AM. Um, and that seems to work good for, for mm -hmm. me. And so I try to just get most of my meals in between, you know, just the eight to eight and right. then eight to eight I fast. Yeah. So it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, 
uh, dating and love. So <laughs> yeah. one of the, the things that I, I posted on the Facebook page, uh, the KC singles mixer over 40, I posted, what are you looking for? And I gave options, you know, hookup, friends with benefits, you know, casual dating, committed relationship, marriage or other, you know, and yeah, I don't know how many comments there were, but there were a lot, were a like a hundred, I thought a hundred something. I, um, I just stopped reading through them because I was like, I'll never get through all yeah. of these. <laughs> <laughs> this is a book. Chapter two. Um, yeah, it was just, it, it, uh, and I just commended everybody. I said, hey, thanks for, for, especially to those that said, you know, I'm here for hookup only mm -hmm. or friends with benefits. Um, because that's, you know, that's where I was for a time. And, you know, it took me a couple of years to kind of work through that phase and then into the friends with benefit phase. And then I kind of went to the casual dating. And then I got to the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm, my heart's available. I'm ready to, I could be in a committed relationship at this point. Um, yeah. And then there you go. So I yep. think, so on that topic, do you think there are like, do you think you date different when you're in a hookup zone do you, or, or, you know, different when the friends benefit different when it's casual, different when it's committed. Do you think? I do. I do think it's very different. I think your mindset's different. Therefore, what you're going to find is going to be much different. You're yeah. going to attract a lot different of a um, situation because, of, you know, and you're creating it too. Right. You know, you, may, I, you have talked very openly about how you were very upfront with people, with women, you know, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm just in this for a hookup. I'm just in this for friends with benefits, whatever. I'm not yeah. looking to date you or whatever. So I think that you know, that's, that's part of it is I think we set ourselves when we know we're in a specific, specific time of our life, that's what we're going to get. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know, I agree with you cause I, I watched, I've done it. I watched you do it where when you were ready, you're like, okay, I'm done with this. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it Loved was. it. Had a lot of fun. Got a t-shirt even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um now you know and then you shifted to you know what i'm ready yeah. and it was a completely different situation of what you were attracting yeah yeah the the one thing that i think is critically important and i mentioned this in another post i think but just how important honesty is mm -hmm. being honest it didn't hinder my hookup phase like it I mean, I'm sure I missed out on a few, you know, because they weren't interested in that. Uh, but for the ma majority, women were really receptive to, well, I'm down. Like, you know what? Let's have some fun. And I, to be honest, I was just shocked by that. I, I, I had thought that I had to approach every phase like marriage phase. Um, oh, like everyone was a potential, could be a potential mate right. or partner. Yes. Yeah. And I, I remember specifically, I missed out on a hookup. I'll never forget this, this woman, I should have, I'm, you know, I, I should have consulted you, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we were as close as we are now where I could have, but I was on Tinder matched with someone at late at night and I messaged her thinking I wouldn't hear from her till the next day. Cause I was still kind of boyfriend material. You know, I was confused anyway at least in the way I was acting 
you know, I was super sweet. I was the guy that would bring you flowers. Well, if you're hooking up, they don't necessarily need flowers mm-hmm. or want flowers or even would. Yeah. They don't even want that because it's like, no, I don't want an emotional attachment. Right. I just want to fuck you. Uh, but I remember this girl, we matched at like nine or 10 o'clock at night. And then we started message messaging each other. And she even asked me, she goes, well, what are you doing right now? <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock at night. Oh I was gosh. like, uh, jumping in the showers, what I'm doing. <laughs> And so, uh, she got my address and came over and dumb Timmy was still early on, not really understanding, um, how you would date for hookups, how you would date differently. And, and especially my look, you know, I, I know that I have a look that doesn't match who I am and I have a bad boy hookup wild guy. Like I've had women literally say, it wouldn't surprise me if your dick is pierced. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like they just like, your dick's probably tattooed. And it's just funny. (laughs) It's like, I know I look like that kind of a guy. Um, but I, you know, but I'm just not. So anyway, back to the story, the girl comes in, she was hot. She was young. (laughs) Uh, I mean, over 21, but she was young. She was definitely in her twenties. And she, in fact, I think she worked at like Hooters or Twin Peaks or something. She came in and we got to talking. I got her a glass of wine. Literally, I ended up talking to her for about 30 minutes. And, and she goes, you know what? She goes, obviously, I came over here for one reason. She goes, but after talking to you, she goes, you're so sweet. You're boyfriend material. Oh, my God. And I was just like, damn it. <laughs> I like, I was pissed not her just within myself going why didn't you just fuck when she came in (laughs) pin her ass up against the door and just start making out with her and just like that's what she was coming over for (laughs) golly timmy you fucking pussy is that bad to say pussy is that is that that, don't cancel me people (laughs) (laughs) what a what a that's why it's derogatory to say pussy because it's like i was saying what a wuss right but uh, yeah, what an emotional weakling. And there you go. There you go. That, <laughs> That's better. The, yeah. The, uh, just like, why didn't you? Yeah. So, you know, clearly I learned after the fact from all my lady friends that I told that story to, and they all said the same thing, said, Tim, she came over to just be fucked. You should have just grabbed her, walked her to the bedroom, started <laughs> undressing her. And I'm like, well, damn, that sounds hot as fuck. I didn't do that. Gosh. I learned, yeah. I learned because yeah. I had another opportunity and that's exactly what I did. And it worked out exactly like all my female friends told me it would. Yeah. I was like, Dang, where were you all in my life <laughs> early on? Well, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't go back. You and, can't win them all. And <laughs> you know what? Well, and I mean, I, I, if you think, if you believe that nothing happens by accident, yeah. there's no accident as to why yeah. that didn't happen that night. right she might have had some kind you of don't know why something you she d- wanted to give me right <laughs> she might have some had a little, little gift. special gift <laughs> she's gonna know. leave with me <laughs> don't know yeah <laughs> uh so yeah i do i'm with you i do think that every phase of dating requires a different way to be mm-hmm. and and folks i would just say like if you're struggling with your dating life maybe that's what it is maybe you're dating like you're ready for marriage when you're down for a hookup uh, or whatever, whatever it is, maybe you're dating more. Uh, here's what I would say is happening. And I would say guys and girls, but specifically I'm talking to the women because usually women have sex whenever they want to men get it. When women say they can kind of a thing. 
typically, right? That's kind of the joke. Right. I mean, right. you could go to over to the plaza and go home with someone today, right? Uh, most guys maybe could make that happen, but not entirely for right. sure. Whereas it for you, 100% for sure you could. So I would say to the women listening that this is where if you're looking for a committed partnership or marriage, I would advise like my feedback and coaching, I would say don't sleep with someone on the first date then. Yeah. Cause I don't think that communicates marriage. Right. Um, maybe everybody's different, but that to me would not, you know, the girl that I'm seeing now, my girlfriend, we waited and she told me up front, she said, I, you know, sex is a very intimate, special thing for me. So, you know, and I thought that was precious. What she didn't know, <laughs> she'll know it now. What she didn't know is that was part of the hook mm -hmm. that got me one. It was two things. One that she valued and protected that. So I wasn't just going to be, you know, one of 9,000 guys that right. get to have that. Uh, I think secondly, uh, so the fact that it was special and doesn't give it away to everybody. And the, and the second thing is that, that she communicated how, uh, precious sex was to her, mm -hmm. how that it, which is what, you know, what she, again, she didn't know any of this, but that I also feel the same way, mm -hmm. even though I could do hookups, I did hookups. They were great. Um, it, that wasn't going to work for me long term though, because fucking someone and making love to someone that you love <laughs> two totally different very different things. very different i mean yeah they're just yes. to me they are so even as a guy they are so different um everything about them is different the orgasm mm -hmm. the the uh meaningfulness the satisfaction mm -hmm. the everything is different yes um and hands down 100 percent making love for me is light years beyond mm -hmm. just fucking a hookup. Let's say it better. It's a hookup, you know, as fun as that is, it does not compare mm -hmm. to you make love and then you fall asleep in each other's arms and you wake up holding each other like that. That's the magic. Yeah. That's the, you know? the connection that yeah. you have with that person. I would agree. I mean, yeah. I, I, remember that feeling of being in love with someone and that intimacy and the connection and the, the combining the two of those and how amazing that yeah. it can be. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's absolutely. So, I mean, I don't know, you're a woman. I mean, do you think that advice is good? Like, I do. I think it's solid advice. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, I hadn't really thought about it from the perspective of that being, you know, like a, maybe that's a hookup for them and they just didn't voice that versus it just, you know, happening. Yeah. And it, I didn't really, I don't know, for whatever reason, didn't really connect those two. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds really naive or right. what, but I just didn't think about it that way, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree that it's, there is, um, I know like on Bumble, you can put what you're looking for, whether it's, Looking oh, for a relationship, casual or, oh, something really? casual or don't know yet. Oh. Those are the options. And because I know I 
want a relationship, I won't, I won't swipe right on anyone that says something casual or don't know. Because yeah. if they don't know, then that they're probably looking for something casual. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, I, but I do think that it's really important to, to know where you are and, and then also have those conversations with the other person, you know, yes. letting them know where you're at. Yeah. You know, and, you know, being honest, yes. And being honest about it is there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There are so many people in this world. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I would, and I'm going to make a judgment on some people, on people. If this is you, if this is you, you're shitty. <laughs> and that is telling a girl what she wants in order to get in her yeah, pants when you have yeah. no intentions of really dating her, but, yes. but, but talking to her, that's just lying, mm -hmm. deceitful. Like that's just shitty. Don't be a fucking piece of shit. Like yeah. just don't do that. Uh, and I think the reason I've been so public about where I was is I found it refreshing to my own soul that I was being honest and that this woman was hooking up with me honestly, knowing I just wanted to hook up. Right. So that felt good that I wasn't shady yeah. in order to get in someone's pants, you know, right. that I could just be honest and go, Hey, listen, I'm not into a committed relationship, but I'm down to get mm -hmm. wild. That felt good, you know, and the honesty felt good to the woman. Like the mm -hmm. woman, I had women tell me, I'm not really looking for hookup, but I appreciate your honesty and let's have some fun. You yeah. know? And I thought, yeah. wow, like that's cool. So I would walk away from that. That's why I would still be friends with some of those women because mm -hmm. our, our hookup wasn't honest. I didn't lie to her and deceive her and then get in her pants and then never call her back. Right. You know, and I know that happens that that oh, happens. Yeah. I, yeah, I there's women out there going, they're, they're, you know, going crazy right now at what I'm saying, because I know what happens. Cause as a coach, I can't tell you every woman I know has had that happen. Oh yeah. I've had it happen. thinking that someone's really <laughs> liking them and they sleep with them mm -hmm. and they never hear from them again. Yep, I've had it happen. Yeah. So women, you know, listen, I'm a guy and I'm telling you from a guy's perspective and from a guy who's very sexual, I honored and valued when, when someone would, um, like my girlfriend, when she said, I don't have sex quick, like right off mm -hmm. the bat, you know, that was a win. Like that was an attraction for me. That was like, I found that super attractive. Um, so even in that situation, again, there's another thing I, you know, I know this happens cause I get, I get the feedback from this but like you know i'm not an asshole that's why i didn't just go well crap i'm just gonna play this out until i can mm, have yeah. sex with her and then i'll dump her like that's just so shitty don't be shitty because it doesn't require you don't have to scar your soul and scar their soul in order to get off you can be honest like i heard a story and i think this is a true story um, I don't think this is a fictitious story. Like, I think this is a real story that I heard about a guy was bluntly honest that he would go to a bar and he'd walk up to women and go, Hey, I'm uh, just recently divorced. Do you want to go home with me tonight? I'm just wanting to have fun. Like literally that was like his open line. <laughs> wow. And nearly every time he did it, eventually he landed on someone who was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll go home with you. Yeah. You know? Uh, so Honesty is just the best policy when it, when it comes to that, but know the stage you're in. Absolutely. Yes. How would, how would you think you would know? How do you, how do you think 
you know when you're ready to to maybe move beyond the hookup phase when the hookup phase no longer is appealing that's the answer i was thinking yeah yeah when you're you you know you when that's not when enough. the hookup happens and you're thinking gosh you know or you wake up and you're alone the next day and you're wishing that you actually had somebody to wake up with you know just i think it's it's just when that kind of lifestyle no longer appeals to you yeah. and not that it's a bad thing right you know we've all done it sure the, and if that's what you like, want yeah no shame no judgment right, none, that's all you're none, looking no, for no. yeah but yeah when when that's no longer appealing then <laughs> i think yeah. you're ready to move to a, a different phase you know that that's how it worked for me mm -hmm. is just it wasn't it wasn't feeding me or fulfilling to me anymore um so that's when i knew that i was ready to kind of move move past that yeah you know, yeah, yeah. I think that requires a person being able to be, you know, self-aware mm -hmm. and not lie. We lie to ourselves so much in that. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. like we lie to ourselves, like I'm ready. It's like, no, you're not fucking ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell right. from 20 feet across the room. You're not ready. Yeah. You know, it's like, just be honest with yourself. And that's the only way you, it's just like with any kind of an addiction issue, what's the starting point? Be honest with yourself. I got a fucking right. problem. Yeah. Like you have to be able to recognize, okay, I'm still jaded. I should probably work on this so that I don't bring that fucked up shit into a relationship and fuck it up because I'm yes. jaded. Yeah. That's, that's why healthy, that's why being in a healthy relationship I mean, I'm early on in our relationship with my girlfriend and, you know, it's a little over two months. Um, but I can tell she's healthy, you know, she's mm -hmm. got a, she's got a good, you know, emotional intelligence and, 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 uh, you know, thank God, God bless America. <laughs> I do too. You know, I, I feel like I'm pretty self-aware. I feel like I'm pretty in tune. I feel like I'm, you know, I mean, I try not to be the, 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 you know, the relationship coach that doesn't know shit or doesn't apply shit. Let me, pardon right. me, doesn't apply shit. You know, it's kind of like the mechanic that has the car that's a piece of shit and doesn't hardly run and he's a mechanic, you know, it's that. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Um, but the reality is we all, we all have our idiosyncrasies and our thing, things we deal with. Everybody, <laughs> that's why I was laughing, Pammy. I knew <laughs> I was like, Pammy's going to laugh at this because, and I can't wait to hear the recording for those that don't know, like what the hell are they laughing about? So basically every 30 minutes we have a break and usually it's seamless. So all you folks listening, you just think we've talked for two hours straight right. or whatever. <laughs> and the, the reality is no 30 minutes per segment. So every 30 minutes it, there's a transition and, and just then I was coming in to make it sound like, uh, that we didn't go on break. <laughs> so I'm so curious to hear this coming yes, back, to see how, that sounds. how it ended yeah. up sounding. I have a feeling that it's going to be a little thing <laughs> at the end, but anyway, no. and I'm drinking out of my new Orleans mug. Whoop, whoop. You are, was it, you are here. Or you were there. Or? I was <laughs> What? I was somewhere at the bottom. 
They're, oh, is that what it says? Yeah, they're a series of mugs that oh, say yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the You Were Here mugs. Yes, yes. It's the Starbucks mugs. The Starbucks mug. mugs, yes. Yeah, that's the only thing I buy at Starbucks anymore. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't drink the coffee. I can't drink the coffee. No. no sorry. Even though the refreshers are pretty good. I've never had They're one. pink drink. Oh, oh, God. I've never done. It's coconut coconut milk. Oh, wow. And awesomeness. <laughs> it's pretty good. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, of course now I'm not because that's too much sugar. Yeah. So I stick to coffee. The only thing is, Pammy, I can't get rid of my special creamer that I use. It's not, it's, it's called silk. Oh yeah. Uh, from the silk brand mm -hmm. and it's almond creamer. Mm -hmm. Uh, and only, here's what's wild. I only use it because of the flavoring. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of sugar in there. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I could just use milk half and half, sure. you know, which I can use and will use if I'm out on the road or something and I don't have my special creamer, but it's, it's all in one. If I go to get coffee anywhere and I just add half and half, I have to put a little sugar in there. I just like a little <laughs> bit, you know, I have to have a ton, mm -hmm. but I like a little bit in there. So with this, it's already in there uh, and it's not super sweet, but it's just enough. I do like a tablespoon of creamer and oh my God. I do miss my creamer. I gave that up a long time ago. Just, Did just you? like the, and I won't name brands, but you know, the French vanilla, the hazelnut. Yeah. I have it. If I'm in a hotel or if I'm traveling, I might have it on the road, yeah. but I'm really trying not to have any artificial sweeteners yeah. and things like that. It just, it messes with me. Um, yeah. And I think my, it messes with everyone, but I'm super sensitive to it. And, um, but man, so I, I drink black coffee. Um, wow. Look at you. Yeah. And, and because I, I won't give it up. Like it's, it's not so much the coffee flavor as it is. It's a warm mug. Yeah. I'm just waking up and it's just like this comfort thing for me. Oh, I'm, you're, you know, you're telling me. I know. It, oh, yeah. It's I just, love it. You know, and we were just, you know, chatting offline about yeah. picking our mug in the morning and yes. how important that is. And pick, I pick my mug based on what do I want to experience that day Yeah. instead of how am I feeling right now? Cause it's, I'm just getting up, but it's like, what do I want to feel today? What do I want to experience today? Where do I want to go yeah. today? You know, if it's one of those destination mugs, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then for me, it's, it's, uh, you know, my daughter lives in Florida, mm -hmm. so I have a Florida one, of course. And so a lot of times when I'm thinking about her, I'll grab the Florida mug and I'll send her a picture and go, I'm thinking about you, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. I love it. I, you I know, I, I, I love my mug collection. I mm -hmm. have, uh, let's see. Uh, wow. I have like 25 to 30 wow. of those oh mugs. Oh my gosh. And that's really not even everywhere I've been. That's yeah. what's, that's, what's crazy is that, you know, hindsight, you know, <laughs> and I knew it when I was there. So when I was in Europe for three weeks for my 50th birthday, I did get the Starbucks. Uh, I went to Starbucks in Paris. I, like I was not going to pass that up. So at least in Paris, I got the Paris mug. Um, but you know, I was in Germany, Holland, Iceland. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, those would have been awesome mugs, uh, Timmy. Bailey, I, I know. <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't know. That's what's one. I mean, uh, just honestly, the money I was like, I could, you know, it was like I needed $300 worth of mugs. I mean, so. Well, and, it, and when you're traveling, you don't want to carry, carry those around or well, that was another thing. Yeah. I mean, if it, not all those places could be your last stop. So right. it is kind of hard to yeah. carry all those back. And the, I can, and I thought about doing this. I'll tell you what, everybody listening, <laughs> here's the places I haven't been. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> or, go, uh, the places I've been, send that, it yeah, to send us. it to me. So 
I can always get it. I mean, I could order it from Starbucks. Right. I think. Oh, I mean, so probably. I, I could get them eventually. And I thought about just making the list of every place I've been that I didn't get a mug, and just every I don't even have a California mug. Oh wow! Yeah, I, Las Vegas. Yeah. Like I mean, some of the even simple ones. I got a San Francisco one when I was out there last summer. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I had a San Francisco one. It broke. Oh. You should have told me. I broke me. my Colorado one. Oh my gosh. I've got a Colorado one and let's see. I have I have one where I have this a city and a state from oh, and both. I can't remember, I don't know if it's Denver and Colorado. Yeah. I think that might be the two that I have that are the same, or it might be Vegas and Nevada. I, I don't know. Yeah. But Yeah, I try to yeah, I'll take anything, but I, I went to Hawaii, didn't get a mug. <laughs> of course that was way back when. I don't even know if they had Starbucks back then. <laughs> Well, <laughs> um, it was like 26 years ago. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, and you know that if, wherever I go. Yes. Now, you know, wherever I go, I will ask you if you have one because, you know, I'm going to get one for myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I'm bringing one back, I might as well bring two. Well, if you're are you going to California again this year, not planning on <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, just know that wherever you're going, now. let me know uh, and yeah. I'll be able to say, yeah, here, I'll then know you the money and get one. Absolutely. Uh, so I did that smooth transition yes. which was brilliant <laughs> which took us and down we were talking, a different path <laughs> uh we, before the break that no one is aware of but you and me what were we talking about what how to know or that's what you said we're going to start talking about we want to finish this up though talking about knowing where you are yes therefore knowing uh that you're acting accordingly with the what you're you're trying to accomplish. Right. You know, yes. like that, I think this a great analogy is like working out. I could work out the same body part every day. I learned, I learned this. I was like, this is interesting. I did not know this. And that builds endurance. Hmm. If I give two days in between working out a muscle that builds it. If you want to get stronger, you can do every other day. Like there was the, and I, it was such a fascinating podcast. It was a podcast. Oh, wow. And he just talked about the same thing we're talking about with dating. If you want endurance, then do it every day. You could curl, bench press every single day. If you're just looking for endurance, mm-hmm. just keeping the endurance going. You're definitely going to get a little strength and a little bit of size, but there's a specific way that you would lift. You got to let your body repair and then you tear it down, let it mm-hmm. repair. And that's how you build. And the strength, I forget exactly what he said, but there were different things that you did for the, for the strength. If you, you know, if you're like, I don't really care how big I get, I just want to be strong. That's a different workout than the endurance workout or the building muscle workout. This is, I'm 50 fucking three years old, Pammy. This is the first time I'm learning this. I don't know what this has to do with dating, except that I was excited to learn that, <laughs> but that there, there, it, to me, that's a similar analogy. Yes. You work out different to get a different right. result. So when you date, you'll date different as a hookup person. You'll date different as friends with benefit. To me, I, the, the step for me, again, this is just how my brain works. And I have had my weed before we started. That's why I'm so, <laughs> we, we that's, why, that that's why I'm staying week. on track. <laughs> uh, but I know, like you said, I noticed that, that hooking up wasn't as satisfying for me anymore. And so the friends with benefit. And what I realized is the friends with benefit, it really, I feel like that graduates up to being in a committed relationship because there was a, 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 per, a, a woman that we were friends with benefits for 
a long time, <laughs> a long time. And not that we saw each other regularly, obviously, because I'd been in relationships here and there kind of throughout, but I've had one consistent, I had one consistent friends with benefits for three years, like oh, almost wow. the entire time. And kind of how it worked is anytime I got into a relationship or she got into a relationship, we broke off mm -hmm. the hooking up. And then if, you know, if I was out of the relationship and just would text her and see how she's doing and she'd be like, yeah, we broke up. I'm like, okay, cool. You want me to come over? You want to come over? Like we just picked it right back up. We, but we had established a relationship and there was a lot of respect there. Uh, not love in the sense of love. Like, you know, I want to marry you. Uh, but I really care about her. You know, I don't care about her in a room in a, I want to be with her forever kind of a way, but she was there for me during a really critical time in my journey of, I don't want to do hookups. I'd like to actually be with someone on a more consistent basis. And you know, they say, and I've heard this before and I don't think it's true, but they say that you can't hook up with, you can't have a friend's benefits for too long or you get attached. No, not for me. Now I had other, situations where they were wanting just to be casual and I did fall. So I don't think, I think you can find the right person that is really just a hookup with no fear of ever falling in love. Yeah. Um, because I, that's exactly what happened to me. You know, that's exactly three, you know, nearly three years of being a friends with benefits. Plus I was a safe thing too. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't want to catch some kind of weird disease too. So right. I think for me, it was also just like, Hey, you know, we make good, you know, we're good with intimacy together. Um, and I enjoy that with you. Um, so and you, had, you had that, you had that baseline of, you know, you both knew yeah. this isn't, this isn't going to be forever for us. This is just a, yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I think it's really important to know where you are and, yeah and date accordingly. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay to be in, you know, according to what the little steps that you had, you know, I don't know that they're, I don't know that it's a progression necessarily yeah. for everyone. Right. It could be, it could be, um, <laughs> you could bounce around on that. Oh yeah. You know, you could, you really could. <laughs> I still hooked up when I was ready for a relationship early yeah. on. Yeah. Kind of in the meantime, like, you know what, I'm not landing on anybody. So let's or you could be in a relationship for a while and that doesn't work out. So then, you know, you're like, well, you know, I just, I'm not ready to jump into another relationship. Uh, I just want to hook up for a while, yeah. you know? I mean, so you can jump around on that and it's all okay. Yeah. And that's the thing I think we have to remember is that no one's journey is going to look like someone else's. Yeah. We all have our own journey. It's all okay, but just be honest and real with yourself about where you are yeah. so that you can be honest and authentic with other people yeah. and not lead other people on. Yeah. You know, I, I can't stress that enough or we can't stress that enough. I, it's good for your own soul. Mm -hmm. Pammy living honestly has freed my soul, especially coming from that religious background. And I'm not, I'm not blaming religion as much as I, well, I am a little bit because that's how it was for me. It just, it, I had to hide. I had to fucking hide. You know, I couldn't be really fully honest with what was going on. And so it, it forced me to hide. And, um, yeah, now I don't hide shit and I don't, I don't care what people think, you know, like I would tell a fanatical Christian if they asked me, yes, I hooked, I hooked up. Or yeah, like 
Like, you know what I mean? I just, I have no shame anymore. There's you, I'll say whatever. I don't care if it's how I truly feel. I'll say it. And if you like it, awesome. If you don't, I yeah. don't care, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, that just freed my soul. I think it made, and I say this and I don't mean not in a physical way, but I think it makes what made me more attractive that I was just honest and you didn't have, there was no pretense. You didn't have to wonder is he playing a game with me? Is he just trying to get in my pants? No, you know, that's, yes, that is exactly what I'm trying yeah. to do. Because <laughs> yes. I'm going to tell you, yeah. like, and I'm being honest. Yeah, about like, it. I want to get naked with you. And that's all that I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that sound that might sound cheap to some people, but it, that, uh, that's not exactly how I would talk about it. You know, it was just when we'd have the conversation of, you know, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? And I said, I'm just wanting to keep it casual and have fun. And I totally cool if, if that's not what you're looking for, like right. I'm, I'm down to be friends too. Yeah. And you, you thought that was a line. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you would have thought I was doing a line because it works so well that you would think that that was a, a play and it, it wasn't a play. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a player. I'm, I'm just being truthful with you. So yeah, know what you're looking for. Live accordingly for sure. Let's let's transition into the talk that I think this is what's going to I'll probably entitle it what we're going to talk about here, because this is what will really be interesting for people to to think about. And that's how do you really get to know someone? You know, how can you really know? How do you know? <laughs> you know, because really, like we've all, you know. Of course, this is way extreme, but you know, the stories of the perfect little family, everything's great. And then the fucking husband kills everybody, you know, <laughs> it's like, right. or, yeah. you know, a serial killer that has a wife and kids and goes to church and is a mm -hmm. teaches Sunday school and is a fucking serial killer. How do you know people? It, what do you think? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, oh, you can only know what people show you really. I mean, that's, that's the way I've always lived my life. Um, when I meet someone new, I'm all, you know, I'm all in, I'll meet you. And as I get to know you, if you show me signs of things that don't jive with me, we won't be talking anymore. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just men. I'm talking about female. I've had women come in and out of my life as friends. And it was, you know, at first it was like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, they're great, whatever. And then suddenly it's not so great. And it's yeah. like, okay, I don't want that in my life. And I just think it's being aware and, and being aware of yourself first, because, and this is, we'll all, I think we'll always go back to this. You've got to know where you are. You've got to know who you are. You have to be, yeah. you know, so aware. Cause you'll make so way safe. better decisions. Exactly. You will know what aligns with your life and what does not. You'll be clear who, who aligns with your life and who does not. Yep. I mean, it will become so clear to you that, and then eventually you'll stop attracting the other, Yeah, you know, that, but I, you know, it takes time. It does take yeah. time to get to know people and yeah, you can't them to show you their true colors. I dated a guy for, well, okay. Awareness is one yeah. <laughs> and the red flags were there. Yeah. But they didn't look red to me because I wasn't aware of that particular thing. Yeah. And when I figured it out, then I was very aware of it. And when it happened again, then, you know, there was a conversation and it happened a third time. And I said, I'm done. 
So, you know, it just, because I saw it and I gave him an opportunity, you know, it's like, he was the one that said he wanted to change and, you know, fix the things. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'll support you in that. But he didn't follow through. Yeah. And then it happened again. And I'm just like, no, this is not in alignment with what I want in my life. And so I think it's just, you have to know yourself. You have to know what you want. And I know that we, you know, there are people who say, I, I remember, um, this was a couple of years ago on Bumble. I asked a guy, I said, well, what, what do you want? Like, what are you looking for in a relationship? That's a, I mean, they, I think that's a pretty valid question to mm-hmm. ask someone before you go on a date with them. I think it's fine because, do. you know, and he said, well, I don't, he said, I don't think that's, he said, I think no one know, no one really knows. And I think if you think, you know, you're dumb. Or something like that. And I said, I, and <laughs> what a moron. I didn't, res- I did not respond to him. I just, I deleted him off my, and so I was like, no, you have to know what you're looking for. Otherwise you'll never see it. Yeah. You'll never see it. Yeah. It could be standing right in front of you and you'll never see it because you don't even know that's what you want. Yeah. Or you're looking for something and you keep wondering why you keep getting the, you know, why you keep getting the same thing over and over again. That's not working for you. Well, do you know what you actually want? Yeah. Versus what you don't want. Are you focused on what you don't want? Because if you're focused on what you don't want, you're going to keep getting it. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, you, ha- it's, you have to know that. Yeah. And what, gosh, this has taken a, a turn in a really good way in this topic, because like I've said, Logan Ury's book, how to, mm-hmm. you know, how to not die alone really shifted me and my mindset to really look within and say, not just what do I want? But what do I need? Mm-hmm. Like what, what, what makes, this goes back to what Lance used to say, what makes Timmy flourish in a relationship? Mm-hmm. And I know what those are. One is, uh, you know, of course, the physical touch, intimacy, you know, someone's sweet that mm-hmm. like, that's just a thing for me kind of, yeah, a sweet person. And then sexual connection, you know, that, that, and there's a lot of other things too. That's just, I'm just talking fast here. There's a lot more, you know, beautiful things besides the sex, but you know, there were just certain things that are important to me. So going back to what you said a minute ago about you have to know clearly what you're looking for, what you need so that when you go out with someone, you can, you can determine pretty quick, you know, if you're pretty in tune, you can know, yeah, that, that won't work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, someone that, uh, works a hundred hours a week like that, that just won't work for me, Right. you know? Uh, or whatever, whatever it might be. And I, I had a, an encounter when I was kind of getting into that space of being ready to date that, um, the, the sex, though it was good, it was pretty much only when she wanted it. And we ended up having a, I had a, I was vulnerable and had a very honest, vulnerable conversation with her. And I just said, I, this isn't going to work for me. Like I, if, if we're only going to have sex when you want to, um, like that just, that, this, that won't work for me. I, I can't, I can't be like, am I getting it? Am I not getting it? Right. When's it going to happen? Is yeah. it not going to happen? Is she going <laughs> to, it's a like, lot of stress. I, and, and, and the, I don't know, I didn't date her and that confusion. long. I already experienced quite a bit of frustration because of it. So I was like, so like you said, see it once, feel it again. Mm-hmm. Then you see like, no, this is something. And then literally I projected myself in down the road. I projected myself married to her yes. and all. And I just was like, hell no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be married and frustrated sexually. Yes. 
no, I'm just not going to do it. I'll be alone and masturbate. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, that's a great exercise to do when you come up against something like that is to say, okay, you know, five years from now, we're it's in just a, like we're this. in a committed relationship. We're living together and this is still happening. How would I feel? I think it's huge. I mean, not that you, yeah. you, you want to be careful, obviously, because you don't want to, to, you don't want to focus too much on the what's not working, but right. you do want to be aware. I, I, yes. And I, I do think that immediately that should either be a conversation or that should be a decision whether or not that that relationship is going to work. And I think you, you did, you know, a great thing in having the conversation and saying that won't work for me. And the other person has the opportunity to opt in or not. Yeah. But if they opt in today, will they opt in a month from now? That's right. the other thing too, is, is if it's not that important to them, then now it may not be that important to them in a month, even yeah. if they say that it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Or if yeah, they'll get to try or whatever. And what else I think can be difficult is, you know, when you are single and maybe you're feeling a little lonely, you sometimes will like, oh, it's that, that's fine. I mean, usually have sex within a day or two anyway. I mean, I could have made excuses. Yeah why well it's not that big of a deal you know but yeah as soon as i projected that into the future i was like no no no, no that won't that won't work with me yeah if that's like uh, uh i can't do that you know um yeah so being able to uh be clear-headed clear you know clear-minded uh that goes back to what we say all the time, which is, you know, working on yourself, dealing with your, your shit, you know, if you were wronged in your past relationship and you're a little bitter about it, you know, dig into that, work through that. Um, and just look for things that either a, not just won't work, but things that aren't compatible with what you're really looking for, want or need, you know, and write them down, write them down so that you don't forget, you know, yeah. when you're first, I think it becomes clearer as you're dating, as you date, you know, longer and more time passes. But when you first start dating, a lot of times you're not aware of something, but no. I think it's really, you know, important to, you have a date with someone to go home and write down the things that you really enjoyed about that date and the things that didn't, that you, that kind of caused you to pause or question yeah. and not, not about the person themselves, but about the experience. Yeah. And because that'll tell you a lot about yourself and then, you know, and that's why dating versus dating to date versus dating for a relationship when you're first out of a long-term relationship, you know, or newly onto the dating scene, it's so important to just date to date, yeah. go on dates, Yes. you know, um, versus don't go on dates to find that person. You're, you're probably not there yet, Right. Right. but go on, just go on dates so that you can meet people you can start learning about what it is you want and what you don't want, what you like and you don't like. Yeah. I mean, because coming out of a, a relationship, most of the time it's not there. There are some things, there's some baggage there, whatever you want to call it, where you, um, things you don't like, you know, those things and right. you know, that you had experienced in your last relationship that you don't want to take into the next one. Those yeah. are probably going to be pretty clear to you, but there might be other things that you just don't know yeah. until you start experience and it. and knowing what to look for i would i would say this there's a couple things one i'm with you i don't think you go into a relationship looking for what 
you don't want or looking for yeah. the faults and the failures, just be, mm -hmm. you know, just, just be, I will say this. I, I had this happen one time and I thought to myself instantly, this woman went from, um, you know, we'll see to an absolute fucking no way <laughs> based on one comment. And it was, um, it was either during or after sex or something. She said something like, um, you know, you're, you're so much, uh, better or, you know, my, my, my ex, uh, you know, had a small penis or something. Oh I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was something like that. And I just, I was mortified because I was just like, Whoa, that's like super fucking hurtful that you're saying that. I mean, how do you think your ex would feel that like, and then what happened was in my mind, I was like, you're that kind of person. Mm -hmm. You're, you're a fucking B I T C H like in a major way. And what, a, what like, a, that's just a shitty low class snaggle tooth <laughs> redneck thing to say you know what i mean right after you've had sex with someone else that's what you want to bring in your ex into the into the conversation i, I think i think <laughs> I any just... anything like that at all any look for that shit yes like that's a that's that. a you're dealing i just knew it, i was dealing with a low class person mm -hmm. like that's a low class per person that would say something that does not need to be said i don't need to to know that you know, I'm thinking if my dick's bigger than your, your husband, he must have had a tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> he must've been a teeny weeny little thing, uh, for me to be bigger. But anyway, yeah, I just, I found that just so tacky. Mm -hmm. So going back to you know, how do you get to know someone? Listen to them. Yes. Listen. What the fuck are they saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I mean, listen yeah. to the words that are coming out of their fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, if they, if the waitress walks away and they're like, Man, blah, 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 something derogatory. Take a fucking middle note of that shit. I don't yes. even need to, I don't look for this stuff. It, you said it, you, it just reveals itself it over does. time. If you're clear minded, clear headed, and you don't have stupid, I'm in love goggles on after the first date, if you're looking at things honestly, um, they will appear. They, they, they're, the signs are there. I think it's super difficult for someone to hide something. I don't know what the time frame would be, but if you're spending a lot of time with them, I don't know, Pammy. I don't know. I was going to throw out some, there's, I don't know what the number would be, but I don't think, I think the signs are always there. It's just, are you willing to acknowledge them? That is. And that's, and that says so much about where you are and that's okay yeah. to be there, but that is, there's a lot, there's some insecurity there. If you're not willing to, to see, and I, and I'm speaking from personal yeah, He gets experience. off at five, doesn't get home till 10 at Pers night. Yes. I yeah, personal experience <laughs> of wanting to be in a relationship with someone so, so badly bad. that I was willing to overlook. And this is, I'm talking years ago, but I was yeah. willing to overlook the giant red flags that were there. And yeah. yeah. And I, and I, it was, it was painful because I finally, I finally saw it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh why did I, why did I stay so long? Why did I do yeah. this? You know, sometimes friends and family can be a good warning system. A lot of times not. Okay. There's always exceptions to the rule, right? Sometimes families don't like anybody you bring around. Sure. So it just doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But if you got a consistent 
feedback from your friends and your family. There's like a consistent thing that they think like, are you sure he's not playing around? He seems like he's, you know, on his phone quite a bit. Like again, if there's a consistent, that's what everybody's saying. That's something to look into something to consider, you know, like, I don't know. I I just, I've heard girlfriends or or I've heard women say, uh, all my girlfriends were telling me and I'm thinking, why the fuck didn't you listen? (laughs) Like if they were all telling you like this guy's shady or, or whatever, whatever it might be, uh, that's something to consider. Again, there's exceptions to the rule. You can have people they're suspicious or they're just negative Nancy. And that's what they're going to do. No matter who it was, just be aware and have your ears open and your eyes seeing clearly. Yeah. That's, that's something that, that will save you a lot of heartache and it'll save you a lot of frustration, you know, um, going back to, you know, all the women, the many, many, many women I've talked to that like, well, I thought if I had sex with them, it, you know, it would keep him around. Or I thought that, you know, he really loved me. And then as soon as he got that, he was gone. Like, you know, like, you got to, you got to either a ask straight out or B kind of know the signs. If they're always mm-hmm. just pawing at you from date one, like that might be just all they're wanting is just a, a physical deal. So wow. you just have to, again, back to what you said, you just have to not, you, you can't hide from what's right in front of your face because of you want to be in a relationship. Yes. You're, you desire, you don't want to be alone. You, you know, you desire the companionship. So you're willing to, think, Oh, I can fix that. Or that that'll get better with time or, you know, no one's perfect. I mean, there's all these different things, but (laughs) like you said, I don't know if you said it when we were offline or online, but you know, when friends, I think you said it offline, what would you say? When, when friends or family say, well, you seem different, you know, when you're dating someone, right. Yeah. Someone new. And that's not always a good thing, you know, because if you start changing, for, and yes, sometimes it's because you're in love and you, if you have all those chemicals and everything going through you, you might act a little different yeah, <laughs> and behave a little differently, but, um, but long-term it, you know, it, it's definitely, it's a clue yeah. that you might be shifting yourself yeah. for someone else. I couldn't agree more. And you said something to me that was so sweet. And I told my girlfriend this, but I, you were like, I, I like. Timmy in love. Yeah. (laughs) I like Timmy in love. That that's something that you also need to really consider is who are you becoming in this relationship? Do you find that you're more anxious? Do you feel like you're kinder or do you think you're shorter tempered now? Like what, what is this relationship bringing out of you? And that's another thing that I look at. If I'm experiencing lots of frustration in a relationship, that is a huge red flag to me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm so appreciative about the relationship that I'm in right now, I don't have that. I feel good. I'm happy. I'm content. I'm secure. I trust her. She trusts me. I love her. I love like she gives me what I need. I give her what she needs. Like, you know, very young in this relationship, but I mean, you know, I have high hopes and all the things because anybody else that I've dated for this amount of time, there were thing flags were being yes. flown everywhere. I was getting hit in the face with a bunch of flags. Yeah. I mean, it was we just, were throwing flags. Yeah, at you, I know. Timmy. Yeah, you're like Timmy, are you sure? I'm like, ah. So that's another thing is that you know she hasn't had a chance to meet all my friends yet, but 
those that she's met, they do like her. Uh, and like, and they, everybody says the same thing. They go, oh, she's so sweet. I'm like, is, I'm, I that's spent the 30 seconds with her. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the kindness and yes. all, all that. It just, it, it just exudes from her. Like, yeah. It, it is a part of her essence. Yes. She's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, she is. That. That's just her. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that. Right. And I noticed that it's consistently that way. And I know all her friends say the same thing about her, that she's sweet. And like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, everything's pointing to who she is that I think she is. Everybody in her life thinks the same thing too. So again, this isn't about me and my girlfriend. It's just, I'm saying those things are important, you know, like I always reference this just because I really believe that's true. There's always exceptions, right? There's always, you know, somebody that, that breaks the mold and does what they're not supposed to do. And it works out. Um, but you know, being able to, to really, um, I don't even know where I was going. What was I starting to say? I literally lost my train of thought. I looked out the window and saw the traffic. (laughs) It was like, Hey, (laughs) um, what were we talking Gosh, about? Now I've lost my train of thought. We were talking something about, um, yeah, let me think here. Okay. I said something. It's not about me and my girlfriend. Oh, but knowing what you want for me, I wanted someone sweet. Like that's a characteristic or a kind hearted person. That's a characteristic that I value that. I don't want an, an asshole for a girlfriend. Right. I, I just don't, I just don't. Yeah. No problem if that's your personality. There's, I'm sure there's a guy out there that likes that. I don't, and so, and I know that. So at at the at the sign of that with other people, now we all have bad moments and bad. Uh, you know, I'm not expecting perfection here, but you can, you know, if you're around someone long enough, you can tell. Man, they get they kind of get bitchy about every two hours, mm, <laughs> you know, yes. like or whatever it is. Like you can pick up on these patterns. And going back to the original question that we're answering and splintering off. I think what, what this all ties in is being able, how do you get to know someone time, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Uh, and not watching in a critical way. No, like, that's this, not what you're doing. Yeah, no, just, not at all. You're just being present right. and noticing, Yes. you know, wow, that they, they were super curt to the waiter. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, not that you'd have to journal that, but just like, you know, it just kind of makes <laughs> a little note. It. You just yes. notice that yes. like, okay, I've done that maybe once or twice in my life. I get it. Maybe that, you know, maybe that whatever, like you can blow those things off, but keep note of it because if that's a consistent thing that you see, mm-hmm. like that's saying something, you know, absolutely. Um, and being aware of what, works with you, what you're looking for, what you need, what, what you know is compatible with you, then yeah, be honest and, and don't lie to yourself. Don't try to Mm -hmm. make it, (laughs) make it, make it work when you know, down deep, just let it go. If, and that's the key because it's the, it's the, when you let it go that I feel like the universe sees you and sees Mm -hmm. that you've, you've put your trust in you know, God or the universe or whatever, like you're, you're letting it go. You're not trying to make it happen all on your own. You're, you're accepting, you know, Hey, I'm going to do my part. And then, right. Mm -hmm. I trust the universe will do its part. Right. It's the same thing going back to the lifting weights. 
I do what I'm supposed I do the weight training and I expect my body to respond, respond in kind. Um, and if not, I look at how I can adjust to same thing with dating. Mm -hmm. How are you dating? If it's not working for you, you would be a fry short of a happy meal, not to change it and keep doing the same thing. Like yeah. If it's not working for you, <laughs> then you must change. Yes. You have to do something different. And that's what I did. I mean, you know, nearly three years on dating apps. And finally, I'm like, fuck the dating apps. <laughs> and voila. And you, and you learned you learned a ton about yourself by being on the dating apps. A hundred percent. And I think that and that's why I mean, it's it's it can be a great tool if yes. you use it. You know, yeah, and I encourage people to do it. Absolutely, I do. I, I, I there's nothing wrong with using the dating no. apps, and they, and I, I'm in the same situation where you know I've I've been on and off of them for the last you know probably, it's been probably ten years, not if that you know, in and out of relationship here and there, but you know it's been about ten years, and I'm about at that place you know where it's just like it's, it's not. Um, in the end all to be all, but I sure have learned a lot about myself and I've learned yeah. a lot about people and, you know, just in reading profiles and it, you know, we've had, we've had full on podcasts about the dating apps and what to look for and what, and yeah. what, what to put on your, you know, your profile and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's helpful. It can be helpful yeah. and, and you, you could meet that person. Oh. You never know. You could Pammy, meet that person. Uh, this weekend, so I do a lot of premarital, or uh, I do a lot of consultations over the weekend. And uh, I did, I don't know, six six of them. Uh, four of them met online. Mm -hmm. uh, one was, uh, two were hinge. Uh -huh. uh, one, plenty of fish. And the other two were tender. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean... That is surprising, yep. but and most of them all met during COVID oh, like yeah. within the last yeah. three years. Yeah. Or a couple of years. Yeah. Fascinating. That is really, so that might be another reason why I'm hearing it more, but I've yes. been here. I mean, I've been doing weddings obviously for 20 right. some years, but uh, ever since dating apps were a thing, I always, I always hear it. Yeah. You know, Cause I ask, how'd you meet Right, dating app? Well, and the only other way, I mean, it, unless you, unless you go to church and you are in a community, community where you see yeah. people dating doesn't happen the way it used to. I mean, we've talked a lot about that unless you're willing to put yourself in situations and experience new things that you've never done to meet people like, you know, taking a, what, what a tap dancing class, like Steve always yeah. talked about doing tap dancing or if it, you know, whatever it is, a, a cycling group or, you know, rowing club, hiking, whatever, anything, unless you're willing to put yourself in those situations, online dating is really pretty much it 100%, unless yeah. you, you know, want to go sit in a bar and wait for someone else to come sit in a bar next to you. I mean, that that's one way to meet, but is that the kind of person you want to meet? Yeah. Or, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's sure, people sure. that meet that way all the time, but right. you know, it's just, it'd be sketchy if you met someone in church. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you wait. met them at a prayer meeting. <laughs> Ugh. No, I'm teasing. I, I'm being sarcastic, but you know, I mean, we're, I was talking to, maybe I was talking to you about this. I don't remember, but, um, we're not even going to the office anymore. I mean, you right. know, and I don't work for a big corporation. I work for a small company and, but we don't even go to the office where there's a whole pool of people that we could meet. Yeah. We're not even doing that anymore. So it's just, I mean, 
it's online dating is pretty much it unless you're willing to put yourself out there and, you know, meet people organically by doing different things. Yeah. Which I think is a great idea. It's yeah. a great way to do it. Oh, hundred percent. I, if, yeah, if I, if I went back, I'd do dating apps again. I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot that, of great people. That's how I met you. That's right. That is how Bumble. we met. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's how we, I found out you were a, a mug collector. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cause that's right. Right, We uh, had that conversation yeah, about that's the, right. the coffee mugs. Yeah. But no, I think if you're doing the dating apps, don't let that be the only way that you're dating. Yes. Find a, you know, be open when you're going out with your friends or if you decide to go to dinner by yourself, sit at the bar. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's other, other ways to meet people I've as well. Great don't limit yourself bars. to it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I don't, I, I've, I never found myself fully comfortable and maybe this says something about me, Pammy. Don't psychoanalyze me. Um, <laughs> Unless you ask me to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, were, I might do it, but then I may not say that. <laughs> you know, people talked about, <laughs> like, I think we talked about this going, doing things alone, mm -hmm. vacationing alone. I have no problem doing that. No problem. Going to dinner alone little bit more uncomfortable for me i would sit at the bar and always have great fucking conversations because that's where all the people that are solo right you know <laughs> usually sit um but i sometimes some things i didn't it was weird it was some things i could do alone and it was fine other times i really didn't want to go alone and i either wanted a friend to go with me or like i wanted mm -hmm. someone with me um that was interesting. That was a big, that was a big adjustment for me. Um, for a lot of reasons, cause my, you know, kids, I'm an empty nester. So not only were my kids not around and I wasn't doing things with them all the time or, you know, standing on the sidelines, watching them, you know, with everybody else play games and do different things with other kids and all the parents and everybody's there. Um, but just not, you know, like dinner and a movie out alone, mm -hmm. you know, trips alone. Like, and sometimes you can buddy up, but I remember that became just such a weird reality to me. Like I need to go shopping alone, oh. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, even just grocery shop, all of it, grocery yeah. shopping. Yeah. Then I got to the phase where I loved it. Mm -hmm. Like I it really enjoyed it. Um, and, and of course, you know, then it's like all these different phases. And then now like I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend and I love it. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't feel like, I need a break. I need a break from you. No, I enjoy it. I mean, plus she works during the day. So, I mean, I, you know, I have a lot of free time anyway. Um, so I, you know, I still, I still get my time and she gets her time away at work and with work people and, and all that kind of stuff. And so it's not like we're glued to each other's hip or right. anything. Um, anyway, so what were we, what were we talking about before that? We were talking about what, what's the relationship making of you. So mm -hmm. being able What's to bring out in you, yeah. Being yes. self-aware enough, not just in what they're doing, but then self-aware and how you're feeling. Are you feeling more anxious? Are you feeling less secure, more secure? Do you feel trusting, less trusting? Now, sometimes that can just be your own shit, yes. but uh, a lot of times that's because you're feeling that person is making you feel unsettled. Well, they're triggering something in you that, mm -hmm. that is causing that emotion to be activated yeah. and it could or couldn't be real. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, they could be doing something that 
is it going to work for you? Right, right, exactly. And you have to pay attention. But also, to that. they could be doing something that's nothing wrong with it at all, but it's triggering you in some way for some right. reason. Yeah, but that goes back to why we think it's so important to be in your best state of mind and mm-hmm. you know clear headed and have dealt with your shit for the most part, so that you can be aware yeah. and you you aren't distracted by a bunch of things and you can know exactly what you're feeling without realizing it, you know, a year down the road that you've, you know, and now you're like, I, I did notice that in month one, but I just thought maybe it would get better (laughs) (laughs) that they drank themselves to death or drank themselves to sleep every night. Mm, No, no. (laughs) (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. that's something you just gotta, I had that experience, you know, one of the, one of the girl that I dated, she drank all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, like every day. And, and I know that I, I don't, let me clarify. Cause I can hear someone out there being offended, which a, I don't care, but <laughs> I'm not talking about like you come home from work and you have maybe a, you know, a glass of wine or a cocktail or a beer or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I just mean they were drinking, drinking. Like what you do on the weekends, this person did every day. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. like you would do on a Friday and Saturday night out with your girlfriends. She was doing that every night of the week. Yeah. That was disconcerting to me. That, that, yeah. That's, <laughs> I was like, that's, that's not on your list of things you want. No. no. Not just, Especially not, when you hardly drink. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> not going to, that's not going to go well. And it's, well and it's, and what's wild is it's not just the drinking, right? Cause I smoke weed almost every day, mm-hmm. but I don't smoke weed to party. Like I'm not like with weeds and, and alcohol are, I think they're quite different. Um, weed chills me out. I, I drink and I want to get wild and that's just how it responds on me. I don't know how it responds on the people, but to drink every day is fine with having a beer, a glass of wine, a beer with lunch, even a glass of wine at night. Like that, that's not what I'm talking about, but it's when you are partying, mm-hmm. when it's not a beer at lunch, it's three beers at lunch. And then after work, a cocktail followed by another cocktail by another co- It's that kind right. of a lifestyle right. for me, for me, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be a go. Yeah. And that could be a phase for that person or that could be a lifestyle. Yeah. It could be a phase that turns into a lifestyle. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, you definitely want to be careful and yeah. And be aware of those things. It, yeah. Yeah. It's not just drinking. I mean, it's Oh, you know, absolutely. There there's so many other things, how they spend their money. Um my, oh, gosh, my, that's a big one. Yes. If they're fucking barely paying their bills, always struggling financially, right. but they've got Louis Vuitton this and Louis Vuitton that and a coach right. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my I I the one, one of the things that is like a, I don't want to say it's a test, but it's just kind of a a clear, it helps me understand an indicator, an indicator. Thank you. Um, how they drive Oh, and get in the car with them. Do I feel safe? Interesting. Yeah. And it's, and it, and it's almost immediate. Yeah. It's just one, it's one of those things. Like I, if I, if I don't feel safe, I'll know it like right away. That is, that is, I'm so happy you mentioned that. And that is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I'm not talking about necessarily that they're a bad driver, but that's can be part of it. The other part is the road rage. Yeah. Someone who has road rage, I, I, I will not get in a car with them again. Like yeah. that, that'll be one and done. Yeah. It's just, um, it's a, you know, you're talking about 
how people treat other people, uh, how people treat servers in a restaurant. Yeah. I look at how people treat people they don't even know. They're not even in a conversation with them. Yeah. But someone else drives by and they, you know, I've been flipped. Oh, this is so funny. I've been flipped off twice now for <laughs> for driving in the fast lane behind someone that was slower. You know, I, right. I'm behind like you them. The I wasn't the culprit. And um, and I got flipped. like this happened to me twice. And I'm like, well, you're the one that, you know, you came up behind me. Right. I, and I had to hit my brakes because I'm behind someone else. But they flipped me off. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I just wave, you know, I'm like, Hey, sorry. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah, it happened again recently. And I, I didn't even realize it wasn't because I was going slow. Cause I was going pretty fast, Yeah. but they wanted to go faster. Yeah. And I didn't even have time. I couldn't even move to the next lane because there was cars in it. Right. And so this guy did one of those cross three lanes, zoom up back in front of me. And as soon as he gets in front of me, he just flips me off from, he rolls his window down. <laughs> Rolls his window down, sticks his arm out. And I'm like, all righty then. See ya. Oh my <laughs> like, God. You really, you know, but that's the kind of, you know, like I, I don't tolerate that kind of yeah. person. Yeah. And that for them to choose to behave that way, it's like, we're all on the road trying to get somewhere. Right. You know, people are, you can, I chalk it up to a lot of different things. That person is stressed. Yes. They are and they may already happy, on edge. But that means they don't know how to manage their emotions. Yes. If they're so stressed that they have to get pissed off at me. A total, I someone they don't even know. Someone I don't, they, they don't even know me. You know, that's, and, and I've been in vehicles with people who have done that. And I'm just like, nope. Yeah. That is a sign of immaturity right there. Yeah. You, you know, and I'm not saying that I don't talk to drivers every once in a while, like, you know. Oh, sure. You know, We've but, all had those But occasions. I'm not sticking my arm out the window or glaring <laughs> at them as I drive past. I, you know, I'm like, okay, you do you. I'll do, you know, I'm doing my thing. Yeah, it's just. I got flipped off by an old lady one time. And she was, <laughs> she was like 90 years old. Oh, my gosh. Her bony ass. It was, <laughs> I, I've never been flipped off so great in all my life. Her, fing, her middle finger was like three times as long as mine and so bony. And she just fucking <laughs> gave me the finger. And it was funny as similar kind of a thing. I had passed her and got around and then ended up getting in front of her and the car in front of me, which was in front of her slowed down. So then all of a sudden now she's sure. about ready to run into me anyway. You know, yeah. I, I was driving aggressive. I was needing to get somewhere. And when she did that flipping off thing, I just laughed. It made my day. <laughs> yes. If I'd have been quick oh, as I am on the phone now, I would have fucking taken a selfie uh, with her, with her flipping me off. That'd have been like my best <laughs> post ever. Oh yeah. my God. But yes, yeah, so back to, I mean, it's just the indicators. It's like paying attention to those yes. things that do they, do they, I mean, some people can handle that. Some, you know, some people are okay with other people that have road rage. <laughs> it's yeah. not me. Yeah, That does not, you know, just doesn't sit well with me. So you, you got, you have to know yourself You and, yeah. and when things, when you feel uncomfortable in a situation, start thinking about, you know, why, yeah. why is, is it because of an insecurity that just came up for you yeah. or is it because that be person exhibited behavior that does not align with what you want? Yeah. And that's, that's the, you know, yeah. There's a point. thing I used to say all the time to my kids. And I, I, when I was a pastor, I used to say this a lot when I would teach is anytime you're making decisions, always follow peace. And so what I mean by that is how does it make you feel when you like uh, in a relationship, how are you feeling? 
you feeling good? You feeling bad? You feeling excited? You feeling anxious? You feeling sick? You feeling dread? You know, like what yeah. are you feeling? Know the emotions of what you're feeling. I, you know, being, having been a pastor for 30 years and, and working with so many people over the years has been just such a, it's been a, it's been a, a doctoral degree, a doctor, a doctor degree of, of education when it comes to social interactions. And, you know, I can read situations. I can read people. I know when someone's done talking to me, you know, like I can feel it. If I'm talking to someone, I can, I can feel when they they're done. They don't want to talk anymore. Or they need to go. Like I can just pick up all that stuff. I can pick up when someone's in a hurry. I can pick up when all that stuff, but it comes from just working with people all my life. And sometimes I, as someone that, as a teacher, you know, people that I was in congregation with, I could see that they, something wasn't good. You know, you could, you could t like, man, they seem so irritable, yeah. you know? And, mm -hmm. and so like, what's going on at home? And I'm not talking about, we all have those moments. I just mean, you could tell like ever since she's been dating him, she's, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, like something, like you said, there's something different about her and it's not good. Or there's something different about him and it's not good. And so, yeah, being able to, to, to be aware of how you're feeling with them, how you're feeling within what your friends and family feel like all that stuff. And it just takes time. You're not going to get to know someone without just spending time with them doing life together. Yes. You know, shopping together, mm -hmm. dinners out together, cleaning together, walking together. It's a marathon, like, not a sprint. I mean, that same thing, going back to the analogy of working out. Yeah. You don't, you don't build muscle overnight. No. It's a consistency. And that's what a marathon is. It's, you know, it's. A lot of miles yeah, and you have to be consistent One step at a time. Yes. And that's what dating is. And yeah. you know, you might get lucky and meet that person on your first, you know, your first time out. It's rare, but yep. you might, but don't expect that because it's, it definitely takes time. Yeah. And especially if you've come out of any kind of a um, unhealthy relationship and, and there's healing to be done yeah. work on yourself first and you'll you will not be sorry because the person that you will attract into your life is going to be oh my gosh amazing compared to what you would attract if you jump right in when you're still hurting oh yeah the better version of you will oh, yeah. definitely attract a better version of another person that so i think the answer to the question how 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 can you really know someone number one know yourself. Mm -hmm. How can you really know another person? Know yourself. Yes. First and foremost, how do you get to know someone? Know yourself. Secondly, yeah, spend time with them mm -hmm. and observe, not in a critical way. Just keep your eyes and ears open. See, see what you see, hear what you hear, feel what you feel, like you know, smell what you smell, like just be aware, be present. Mm -hmm. And don't hide from friends and family. Oh yeah. Oh my like, gosh. Oh don't, my gosh. Like yes. if you, I would say I would be very leery of someone that's like not wanting to introduce their boyfriend or girlfriend to other people. Like, yep. yeah, like no, like for me, a lot of people have met 
my girlfriend, you know, I'm taking her to a wedding event, a wedding mender event. So like all my wedding mender friends have met her all my, like she's met a lot of my friends and that is a, I want her to be a part of my life, but B I want people to meet her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking she's pretty awesome. Don't you, you know, like I, I, yeah, I, I think that's important. Esther Perel talked about that in one of the podcasts I listened to. I think Lewis um, interviewed oh, her yeah. and she said that she said in, instead of doing, you know, the typical dating, going to have drinks together or going for coffee or whatever it is, take them to a dinner party with your friends, Yes, <laughs> even yes. on a first date. And yeah. she was talking about how they, you know, this person was at a dinner party with her and her husband and they said, well, I have to go, I have to go get, you know, I have a date tonight. And they said, well, go get her and bring her back. Yeah. So we did. Awesome. And they learned so much about her and she learned about them. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You no. know, I, I, and I, I, I will say, I mean, don't do that with your kids right away. I mean, that's obviously sure. that's a lot different, but there's nothing wrong with introducing people soon to your, no. to your, you know, your friends, because your friends are going to be really good bouncing board. They're going, you know, they're going to see. And if they don't the want to meet your friends, Oh, that's, that's a, a red oh flag. Oh my gosh. Yes. Or don't want to hang out with your friends. Oh yeah. Like if they're like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. If you're already hanging out with your friends, you can just keep hanging out with them. Like I don't want to come, come and yeah. If they don't want to meet your friends. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge red flag. I loved it. Be, mm-hmm. You know, I guess it's just egotistical as I am. I, when they said, well, I'm just hanging out with my friends at the bar. You want to go? I'm like, hell yes, I do. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I have a good personality. I'll get in there and get all your girlfriends approving of me yes you know so again that yeah. i guess that's my ego but i just knew that i was good with people uh i was good. I'm so cute my little dog Roll rolled off, off the pillow and it startled her to see her she's like what the? was it she was not expecting that oh honey Poor thing. i have a little pomeranian that probably weighs four pounds she's tiny and um she's old she's like 12 years old and she was on this pillow and I think she moved a little bit and just rolled right off the pillow. <laughs> That's so funny. She didn't uh, get hurt, folks. She yeah, she, yeah, she didn't get she's hurt. Up she's up walking fine. around. She's good. <laughs> uh, what, what, did, what, what did we end on? What was <laughs> I forget oh, now. I just listened back. I know. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm proud of us for staying on topic at least. I just get lost every couple minutes here. Well, we were talking about um, – meeting friends. Oh yes. Thank you. So that's a big deal. I, that's what I was saying. I was bragging on myself. (laughs) I I always liked that. I liked, Oh, if you're at a house party with all your friends, I would love to come over. So I enjoyed that. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a red flag in a huge way to me. If, if you tell a guy that you're with some of your friends and you invite him to come and he does not, he only wants to be with you alone. I'm telling you, that's yeah. I find that even creepy to be honest. I can understand the desire to want to be with someone alone, Yeah. but if she is inviting you to a group thing and it's a one, she might be doing it for a safety reason. I do not understand a guy that wouldn't want a woman to feel 100% fully safe and secure. I would never want a woman to ever feel sketchy Right. Like that's why only in the hookup phase, when it was very honest conversation to the bar, I would never invite a woman back to my place at the first date. Mm -hmm. Like that's, 
that makes her feel so uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. I, I don't understand when guys do that kind of shit. I was just talking to my buddy, Steve, and he, he was talking about a, a friend of his that he's been trying to help. Steve's been trying to help him with, because I, you know, I help Steve, Steve's helping this guy. And he's like, I'm teaching all your material. Um, <laughs> but this guy would send his text to Steve to read it before the guy would send it to the girl mm-hmm. to kind of say, what do you think about this? And there was a couple times he said, yeah, he just went off script and just, you know, said, I really like your boobs oh, or, <laughs> you know, or dick pic or just, oh. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Steve's shaking his head going, why do guys do that kind of shit? Yeah. Why'd you ask it, for my help? If you're, hey, if you're meeting it. someone for a first date, don't invite mm-hmm. them back to your place. You yeah. moron. <laughs> Come on, yeah. be respectful. Now it's one thing if she lets you know that she's down to whatever then, but don't be the asshole. Don't be the creepy guy that you meet someone and you want to go back to me, please. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And again, unless that's, it's already a conversation, you know, this is just, we've been drinking, let's go hook up. But you guys know what I'm saying. When you're out yeah. there to date and you're looking to find someone special, yes. don't be a tard. Yeah. You know, just don't, don't. And if here's the part that I can't wrap through my brain, Pammy, because clearly, you know, guys have sent dick pics. It's a thing. Well, my brain literally cannot, <laughs> I cannot grasp how that that thought goes into a guy's head to the point of him pulling his pants down, <laughs> getting an erection and snapping a picture of his penis and then sending it to someone he's not met and who's not asked for the picture. Yeah. Pay me. I look like my brain is, doesn't work that way. Yeah, That like, is creepy. That. Yeah. It would That's be really, like, there's literally some wiring. Something is screwy in your head to think that that's what she wants. Mm-hmm. If she asked for it, well, yes. If you're sure. dating and it's fun, yes, I don't care. And if you met on certain dating sites exactly. that are all about that, that's different. Right. But yeah, if you're out there looking for someone, you want, you know, you it's even like you said, even on a, on a hookup. Yeah. There's there's got to be some clear I didn't even, boundaries I, Penny, on that. Don't, I'd never sent dick pics. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. But you know, just the yeah. whole inviting back to the yeah, in, you know, your place or whatever. But just yeah, you have to understand there has to be some boundaries. And, <laughs> and well, you just have to know how to behave. You do, yeah. Uh, and some people don't like. I mean, clearly, yeah, there are people out there that who do not have the capacity. Somehow, yeah, they just don't. And. And no, and just know if that's something that won't work for you, just know that. I hope that doesn't work for you. <laughs> you know, speaking to all the women out there, I hope that shit doesn't work for you. You know, just, he was probably having a bad day. It was just one dick pic. <laughs> that like, is not a bad day thing. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was drinking too much. It's like, well, that might that's be another the case. red flag. It's like <laughs> this thing is really piling up here. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and. I guess because my mind before I'm like, okay, we're getting ready to sign off here. And I'm like, what else can you look for? What are some things you can look for? What the other person says about exes, which I touched on that at the very, very beginning, but not just derogatory things that like instantly qualify someone as a a trashy person and you don't want to have anything to do with them unless you're trashy, then I guess it could work out. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) yeah, there you go. Um, 
yeah, if you're going to your anniversary dinner at uh, Waffle House, then you know maybe that's a good fit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, just being able to to see, um, and hear what people say, and you know how mm-hmm. they talk, how they treat others, um, that's all part of this journey of really getting to a state where you can know someone. And I guess I'll say this as an ending thing. And if Pammy has any comment here, I, I had someone, I think, cause I posted it on Facebook and we got a ton of comments. And I think one of the comments were, you never really know, like you never really for sure know somebody. And I, I don't know what I think about that because I think you can evolve, right? Like, you could meet someone when they're in a bad state in their life and they're drinking every day in a, in a bad way. But if you caught them, a, you know, six months ago, they weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. And then in, in another month or so, they, they won't be doing it again. You don't know you're, you're, you're just taking a snapshot of time and saying, okay, this is something I've seen consistently over the month or so that we've been dating. Therefore this must be who they are, what they are, whatever. Um, or it's a behavior that you just, that is not tolerable. Right. And so, yes, I mean, again, you have to be intuitive somewhat to kind of be able to, or just ask, Mm -hmm. say, well, you know, I noticed you, especially if you kind of value the relationship and think there's whatever, I notice you drink every night, Mm -hmm. like in several drinks. What's that about? Like, I'm just curious what, what, what's that about? You know? And then maybe they can tell you maybe there's a reason like, you know, I just, you know, so one of my family just passed away and I don't, I know I probably shouldn't be doing it, but this is how I've been dealing with it. You know, it just kind of numbs the emotion. Okay. Well, that's something like, okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's how they're dealing with the pain. So that's something to take it again. It's yeah. just kind of interesting how you can put all these pieces together how they act, how they treat others, how they talk to themselves, how they talk to you, how they talk to their kids, how they talk to pets and animals and various, like all of that stuff creates a picture, you know, and any one thing maybe alone might not be a, you know, sometimes it can be, but it might not be a deal breaker. But when you screen it all together, it's like, yeah, that's something mm-hmm. that won't work me because I know me and I know what would work with me and this won't work with me. And that's, that's exactly it. I've actually ended relationships, not because the person was doing anything um, or they had behaviors that were in out of alignment, you know, but what they wanted out of life was not the same as what I wanted. It's that whole, you know, going one, one person's going to Chicago and the other person's going to Denver. Yeah. It, you know, and it's, and sometimes that just happens. Yeah. But you, in order to know that, you have to know yourself. Yeah. And you, because you don't want to lose yourself in the relationship, you don't want to change yeah. your life for someone else just to be in a relationship. You have to first know who you are. Yeah. And it, I mean, bottom line, that will we will always come back to that because that yeah. is, that is the only way. That we, I mean, even in career, like it doesn't matter what the situation is. If you don't know yourself, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to do the thing. Yeah. Well, and also the, you know, how can you get to know people? And someone commented that, you know, well, you never know. And I'm like, well, I, I know it's, this person might evolve, but so will I. And Mm -hmm. so I change or develop or evolve or whatever grow. So 
you know, what I liked two years ago, I might not like today. So how do you really know someone? Well, you know them where they are at this stage in their right. life. They, they may get better. They may get bitter. They may stay the same. You don't know for sure. But here's the one thing that I would caution everybody to the point where I, I would never want, this is something, this is a hard, fast rule for me. I didn't bank on someone's growth. Right. To making it work. Like, well, if yeah. they grew in this, then this would work out. I personally do not operate that way. I take people as is and, and I play it forward. Could I, if this is the way they stayed exactly like this for the next 30 years, would I be happy about it? Yeah. And the girl I'm dating now, the answer is yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't look at her with any, oh, but if she grew in this mm -hmm. or if she got right. better with, no, I like her as is. If she was the same for the next 50 years, then perfect that's perfect for me right but you never know life brings you things and can happen you know well yeah and you're going to grow together in certain sure. in certain areas you will you know when you're in a relationship with someone for a long time you're going to grow together yeah and there'll be things that you know one person there'll be times when one person might be growing faster than the other in a certain area or whatever but that's part of relationship yeah and like you said you get the person you get when you first start dating them. That's when you have to decide, is this something that I want to sign up for or is it not? Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, right away, obviously you want to give it some time, but sure. yeah, you can't, I've, I've been in relationships where I actually got excited about the idea of, of helping this person grow Yeah, because that's, you know, I love that. I yeah. love helping people evolve and, thank goodness for this podcast because this is now my outlet yeah, <laughs> instead good. of men. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, no, you know, if, if they don't want to grow, that's fine. Yeah. I may not want to be in that relationship and that's okay too. Yeah. Doesn't make them bad. Doesn't make me bad. We're just, we're just on different paths yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's a completely different mindset. Yeah. And I think much healthier because yeah. when you want to change someone, then you're focused on them and you stop growing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I love it. This was a good one. It was. I think I think that's I think people struggle with it it well, one, they feel that that dread, that spirit of dread, like it just takes so long to get to know someone. Well, but that's like, the fun part. I know. That's the adventurous that's the, part. Like yes. that's that is actually the fun part. Yeah. And it's just yeah, like the, to me, the thought of running a marathon sounds daunting, but you think just one mile at a time. Right. I've no one done, said you had to run I've it. I've done a mile before. No so. one said you had to run it. Right. You can right. walk it. Right. <laughs> you can course. drive it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Just because it's a marathon doesn't mean there's one way to finish right. it. Right, right. Can you imagine you sign up for, a, you sign up for a marathon? <laughs> you show up on a motorcycle. They're like, uh, hey, this is my journey. I'm yeah. doing it my way. <laughs> I will be pedaling my feet in the air. Uh, yeah, so that's it. I, I, I think we did a good job on covering how to get to know someone. And hitting all the high points and just things to consider, things to look for. Uh, yeah, I think this is a very helpful. I think this is actually a very a helpful podcast. Um, well, but, I would agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, just thinking <laughs> no, about our journey, yes. like all the things I've been through in the last three years, mm -hmm. just on the single journey, and all that I've learned uh, is everything we just said is very, very true. Mm -hmm. And the better you get at those things the better your dating experience will be. My, my last few relationships were the most 
awesome. I've, I've never had relationship in relationships in so healthy. Mm-hmm. Like yes. so, <laughs> so just wonderful yes. that I knew that was also a sign. I was like, I'm getting better at this. Like right. I'm, I'm being more vulnerable or I'm being more honest and, and yeah, like honest with myself, even like I'm being more honest with where I'm at, where they're at, where I know this is or isn't. And yeah, my, my last few relationships were the most healthy, wonderful breakups ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that I was like, that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that about the last one that I was in. We're still friends. Yeah. And I, I, that has never happened. Yeah. <laughs> it just never happened. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I actually, take the credit for that. And I'm not bragging, but I really feel like the growth that I, I have done and all in the journey I've been on has taken me to this point. And I felt so good about it, yeah. you know, because it was, it, it was so adult. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it was funny. I, you even mentioned this, how giddy I was after my last relationship ended <laughs> and just how giddy I was in excitement of Oh man, she's around the corner. Yeah. Like I can just tell mm-hmm. because I am, I am in my sweet spot. Yeah, I've just you know we've ended a, a relationship in the most healthy, beautiful way you could ever do it. Like, like it, I was just yeah. I just knew like <laughs> I am close. Yeah, and boom, there you go. Here we are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for the Timmy Gibson Show. Back next week, every Monday. Timmy and Pammy talking about love. See you next week.